1: There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, God. indivisible, with liberty and justice justice for all. all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome back to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. We've been a few episodes without him, but uh, happy to have him back. And uh, J.C., you know, I just can't help but emphasize over and over and over again how We cling to liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. And and it's funny because, you know, I get into these these Twitter conversations with people, and Pastor Rodney drew me into one over the Electoral College, and uh, just as an educational tool, right? And it's amazing to me how people, how quickly people will jump to their preconceived tribalistic labels yeah right so i have this this person that uh, pastor rodney has introduced me to he says we really need to educate people on the electoral college he brings me in chris what do you have to say and so uh, i started talking about the article that i have on the electoral college uh, the uh, disenfranchising of the voters, and and all of this, and then all of a the sudden, these national popular vote people, who are are these two people were particularly young, like millennial age, mm-hmm. and uh, enlightened me on some new misconceptions of of. Of governments and form of governments. And uh, actually, it opened my eyes to the real argument that we're missing okay. in this electoral college debate. Because the narrative is always about one vote, one voice, one vote. Democracy, democracy, democracy. And then the, re- the response is, we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. That's why we need the electoral college, blah, 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 blah. Well, it occurred to me, JC, that the real winning argument, and I, and I hate to use that word winning, but the real truthful argument about the errancy of the electoral college is not a debate on what kind of government we are it's an acknowledgement of the purpose and position of the president of the united states Hmm. because you see we do have one voice one vote for our representatives to elect our representatives in the house of representatives So that's where a lot of this misconception, I believe, comes from about the confusion about democracy and constitutional republic, because we actually do democratically elect our representatives. Right. But it's not one voice, one vote. Right. The truth is we are a republic because it is every eligible citizen gets a vote. One voice, one vote means our 13-year-old gets a vote. One voice, one vote means that it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're a citizen of your state or not, you get to vote, right? So in reality, it's one eligible citizen gets a vote. And that's what we get. But in the president, it is not the purpose of the president is not like the House of Representatives. The right. purpose of the president is not a representative he's, of the people.
0: He's not the people's representative, right? He is
1: not the people's representative. He is the representative of the states in foreign affairs.
0: I would say more accurately, representative, representative of the union. Right? Because the states as a whole.
1: Yeah. Well, right. The states... Well, right. Exactly. That, states and that's collectively. a very good point. The states collectively as a whole in foreign affairs because, remember, the... Because the
0: senator actually represents the state.
1: Yeah. The represent... Right. And that... Yeah, right. Because when I said the representative of the states, I did yeah. actually mean collective. But that's the more right. accurate, repra- mm-hmm. you know, the uh, voicing of, of what he does, Well, right? you
0: laid that out. Like one of your classes that uh, the house represents the house is the people's res- representative, right? The Senate was intended to be the state's representative, mm-hmm. the voice of the state. And then the president is the representative of the states collectively. So it's like a hierarchy. It just continues to aggregate, you know,
1: I, well, I would say the, the, it, constituent it, it hits, parts. the constituent parts get less specific and more <clears throat> right. generalized, yeah. right? So the power of the House of Representatives is the most powerful branch in the federal government yeah. because they are the direct representatives voicing and exercising the direct intentions of the people.
0: Well, because it, yeah, so, it rep, so those levels represent different interests right when you right. talk exactly. about the different people so exactly. from individual to individuals collectively to their governments the states collectively right, right. so in its different interests which is the whole that that's the whole design i mean mm-hmm. that's where the electoral college comes into play because that's how the republic is designed that's how the constitution is designed that's the whole essence of the separation of powers the different mm-hmm. branches the different offices because i mean if you think about it what sense would it would it make why would you need all these different levels to represent the same The same, same
1: people thing? and the same things. Yeah, so, exactly. So we That's have part a, of the brilliance in the design yeah, of our constitutional republic. It's
0: a layered it's government. It's a layered
1: government
0: to provide checks and balances to provide security.
1: Not uh, not for the national interest but for the individual rights.
0: Correct. So it, that the whole layering, the whole separation, the whole <clears throat> you know, the puzzle that they put together uh, w- were these protections? So we have protections at all these layers to protect ultimately what's at the bottom—the individual liberties of the people who are at the top—in mm-hmm. the sense of the power structure, mm-hmm. right? So, right. Uh, yes, I mean that's that to me, and what you're talking about—that's these young people that have no concept of the design and the purpose right. of the design, how all these parts work together, and what what they're for.
1: Well, and it, it 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 sort of opened my mind to yet another uh, a, a, another issue that the Seventeenth Amendment brought up. Yeah. Because not only did the Seventeenth Amendment work to to end the sovereignty of the states, but it also worked to establish this misnomer of democracy yeah, you, because it changed the senators in their position of a representative of the state chosen by the legislators of the state to a popular vote once again re- reinforcing this errant understanding of democracy
0: but that's so that was a move toward pure democracy right, right? because if you think about right, the, exactly. if you think about the sense of layer how it's layered like jenga right
1: Right, right, right. You, you, had the,
0: <laughs> you had that, you know, so you have the House, the individual level, then you the 17th Amendment essentially removed the states, right, and turned that into direct democracy. So you basically expanded the first level into the second, and now the only one left is the third, which is the president. Now they want to do the same thing. So national mm-hmm. popular vote would again bring that down to the people level. So it's a steady move toward pure democracy, which is mob rule. It's just a matter of numbers. Who who can get the most numbers gets to say-so. And then the protections that were layered...
1: For the individual right. Correct.
0: You no longer have that because they've been stripped away. Now it's just pure whoever can win uh, the numbers game. We get to tell everybody else what to do.
1: Well, and what's interesting then is this once again brilliantly orchestrated false argument this false paradigm we're chasing i don't want to say that the national popular vote democracy argument is a red herring, but it is really, really close to it because it gets us arguing about things that are not as relevant to the purpose of the article of Electoral College as the understanding that the Electoral College was established to secure the position of the state in their representative, the president of the United States. It is a complete uh, denial of the purpose and position of the office of the president. You know, J.C., I get, I'm, I'm really encouraged by the, the movement of popular argument towards back towards the uh, establishment writings of those who wrote and and ratified the constitution and the history i mean we saw that in in tims with the supreme court referencing the five documents that create the constitution but i want to mention this because we have an article in the washington post about the electoral college says the electoral college is a failure and the founding fathers would probably agree Now, you have to know, that really sparked my interest. So, I read this article by Joshua Spivak, a senior fellow at Hugh L. Carey Institute for Government Reform at Wagner College. Is that like a think tank? Would he be like a a wonk or something? Uh And he goes into this whole discussion about the Electoral College, and he says that there were two reasons, only two reasons, two purposes for the Electoral College. He says, one, was desi- it was designed to separate the branches of government in an attempt to avoid cabals and to prevent foreign corruption. Now, JC, I wish I was better at apologetics and understood the terminology of, of um, uh, false argumentation. But what he has there, I'm going to try to explain this the best way that I can. When we come back from the break, maybe you can help me put it in better words. What he is describing is not the purpose for the Electoral College, not the purpose in the design, but the purpose in the design to prevent an occurrence, right? So the Electoral College was to control the president so these things would not come into place where he is making the argument itself the purpose does that make sense i hope that says we'll give jc some time to sort of mull over that during the break but we will be right back and i'm gonna go into this argument about electoral college a little bit longer
0: Liberty's lobbyist, Chris Ann Hall, has now taken control.
1: Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. And so I'm talking about this article in the Washington Post where the author claims that the purpose of the Electoral College is to eliminate the uh, influence of a cabal and foreign influence, while that is part of the reason we needed the president to be elected by the states, that is not the sole reason for the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say now? So I don't know what that. I don't know if there is even a classification for that. And once again, what this argument does is it misses the whole point. And the reason I brought up this article is because this author refers to Gouverneur Morris and uh, an anti-federalist paper, uh, number 72. And what happens in these arguments, I see quite often where people are now going to the founders themselves. What they do is sort of like we we see people do in biblical interpretation. They pull a clause out which supports their argument without understanding the entire context of the argument. No,
0: they're fishing. So they're not letting it speak to them. Right. They have an idea what they want to find. Exactly. And they find a sentence that seems to say that, and then they pull it out.
1: So the purpose of this author, J.C., is not to support the foundational purpose of the Electoral College, but to make the point that the Electoral College is a failure, Mm. Right? Not and and that the electoral college has failed, but not for the reasons that you think it is, but because I have this really clever insight as to why it failed. So
0: why has it failed?
1: Well, it has failed, number one, because the according Ameri- to the article. Oh, according to the article, it has failed because um, the electoral college was not established to actually select the president. Congress was established to select the president, and the Electoral College was was created to give Congress guidance on how to choose the president. And he chooses this uh, Anti-Federalist Paper 72, which claimed that the Electoral College uh, settling on a president, quote, was not likely to happen twice in the same century. Now you and I know the electoral, the, the anti federalist argument was the the kind of had a tendency to have a hyperbole argument as to your constitution creates too much power, and this is what's going to happen in the future. So he was not speaking in favor of Congress creating the vote for the president. He was saying, you created a Congress so large that the Electoral College will not have the opportunity that they will always take over. Okay. And so what he's doing is he is presenting the negative as a positive and claiming that the Electoral College was not even supposed to create the uh, elect the office of the president, that it was actually Congress that was supposed to do that. And what he does is he completely ignores... It's like the, the... Oftentimes we see the Federalist making an argument ignoring the Anti-Federalist, you know, that they're responding to the Anti-Federalist. But now we have an Anti-Federalist argument ignoring that the Federalists are saying, look, that's not how it's supposed to work. I see your argument, but once again, if we follow the Constitution the way it's written, this is how it will work. Okay. And... The electoral college is failing, not because the 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 founders didn't establish it powerful enough, not because we're a democracy, not because of whatever. It's failing because once again the American people are failing to enforce the constitution
0: the way it's written. I don't understand what you mean is failing. How how The Electoral College is failing?
1: Well, the Electoral College doesn't work the way it's supposed to.
0: Okay.
1: I I wouldn't say maybe failing. That's probably the wrong word. Doesn't work the way it's supposed to because the Electoral College has has become co-opted by political parties. So now the political parties determine how the electoral college votes you know you've got the supers this and that and the other but the states do not determine how the electoral their electors vote to represent the choice of the state the electors choosing you're,
0: oh, so you're saying is in that it's controlled by the parties yes like the parties make the rules yes for the electors yes not the state legislature yes,
1: exactly exactly so this the purpose of the electoral college choosing the president on behalf of the state is so that the state has a choice of president that best matches their uh ideologies and their principles but now we have the electors choosing those who best match the ideologies and the principles of a political party in 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 the majority political party in the state rather than the the state Principles itself.
0: Can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist.
1: Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. If you want to see a, a presentation of, of this conversation in writing, go to com and uh, get the article uh, Electoral College Disenfranchising the Voters. Uh, JC, what does USSR stand for?
0: Uh, Union of Soviet Socialist Republics.
1: Right, right. Okay, I was just checking myself because because my my Twitter conversation, the guy was saying, uh, uh, the US, Russia is the perfect example of a good democracy. They are a constitutional democracy, he said, and I said, do, do, I said, do you miss the whole anyway, USSR thing? <laughs> I was so just checking myself. So back to
0: electoral college.
1: No, actually, I, I think I we're,
0: mean, you're seriously going. Yeah. Even entertain checking. that kind of stupidity.
1: I know, but I'm just saying that's the that's kind when you of stupidity. Go, Block. Block.
0: <laughs> I don't want to burn any more brain cells on this moron.
1: I know, right? I know, right?
0: No, but the thing, seriously, the thing is, it seems confusing to me. Just to be mm-hmm. very honest, Uh I, from my point of view, if you don't, if you don't come from the standpoint of the structure, the how, mm-hmm. the republic and the constitution is structured what the intent was then it i don't it it seems like these conversations about the electoral college run off the rails they go into places that have nothing to do with what we're talking about i mean even if i think about the guy's article so as to keep out the influence of a cabal and and foreign influence like is that seriously the purpose? Was that the purpose of Electoral College? It seems like Electoral College simply flows from the structure. Yes. We've destroyed the structure of the republic. Therefore, that's people don't comprehend what's going on here. Yeah. So they think of the Electoral College in, in terms of, mm-hmm. uh, well, in opposition to the vote of the people. Mm-hmm. Well, that shouldn't even enter into the conversation because, right. the, the, again, the president <laughs> is not intended to be elected by the people exactly. per se because he doesn't represent the people. Mm-hmm. So, to me, the whole concept goes back to. I think the discussion has to go back to the structure exactly. because you have to get Which is people to I said, understand. It's,
1: it's not about as. It's about why who what the purpose and the position of the president actually is.
0: Yeah, and I think the whole. I mean you. To me, you just have to directly, anytime, so this is just my opinion, I could be wrong, but for me, anytime you're, you get in, launch into this electoral college conversation, uh, it seems to me the first statement it should be, well, the president is never intended to represent the people, we're never exactly. intended to elect the president, because I mean, that just stops it, like, because they're already operating on the wrong premise from the get go. Right. Everything built on top of that is going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and they have no concept of that. So so it, to me, it has to lead into, okay, we got to teach people about the proper structure of their country and why. And then that that inevitably would have to go back to uh, sen- the Senate and the 17th Amendment and the fact that that was the state control over their senators was removed mm-hmm. because of this same this is the same thing this is the same conversation this is the same thought process that destroyed state sovereignty that destroyed accountability in the senate now you're doing it again uh, with this national and, and that's why
1: I said in the beginning that's why I said in the beginning it's a we, we've got to change the argument from we're not a democracy we're a constitutional republic to look this is the electoral college is to select the president and this is the purpose and the the, the creation of the president this is yeah, what the president I, is supposed right, to do right and I
0: think you say because you got you I, to me you have to get him to go what Right, mm-hmm. you have to you have to sort of throw mm-hmm. that lure out there yeah. to get them to want to take the bait. You have to say, "Well, we weren't ever supposed to elect the president. Yeah. The people aren't supposed to elect the president because he doesn't right. represent the people." And they right. go, "What?" Yeah. I mean, to me, that's a basis for the actual conversation.
1: Right. Exactly. Everything
0: else is a detour, in my opinion.
1: So that's why we're a teach show and not a talk show because we want you to not only be able to convince but to convert. And a lot of times, if we don't have the right questions and the right argument, then we don't get to the right conclusions. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this day. The Electoral College has become such a very, very uh, popular kind of thing. We've got this whole Electoral College movement uh, to the National Popular Vote thing to create an interstate compact, which, by the way, nobody's even talking about the fact that an interstate compact to uh, create a a popular vote is not constitutional unless it's approved by Congress. Right. Because Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 specifically prohibits interstate compacts without the consent of Congress unless we're actually invaded or in such imminent danger that they can't wait for Congress. Right. At which point Congress would have to at some point come back and approve it. So you cannot we're not in imminent danger. We're not under invasion, an invasion that requires us to change the electoral college. There's no attack on America. So uh, that that would do something like that.
0: Isn't so again, this is just me, the regular guy. Wouldn't that be because the states are in a compact? Right. We yeah. we already have an agreement together. Yeah. So two of you two of you guys can't get together and make some other agreement. We we gotta all right. be in on this because right. we have the constitution. That's our compact. So don't go don't go make another compact. We gotta all right. look at this and see right. what you're doing. You got
1: business partners who've come together to make a business and a part of the contract says you can't make side uh deals that affect our original contract yeah. without the representative Right. Of, of the states in that contract. And
0: it would make sense in the sense of Electoral College because that's part of the compact. Exactly. Like you can't make a competing compact right. that says we're not going to do what's in the other compact. Right.
1: Crazy. All yeah. right. So, JC.
0: So, that's another lead in. Uh, like, oh, by the way, guys, what you're talking about is, is illegal. On, is
1: illegal unconstitutional, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So, hey, look, I just, uh, there's. This is really, really, as soon as I saw this, my blood started to boil, JC. Calm down. So the DOJ reaches a deal with well-connected ex-Feinstein aide accused of doxing Republicans. Right? I got
0: a zinger for you. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Go, tell me. Are so you ready how's,
0: for it? How is this different than Smollett?
1: Okay, I, th- that's my exact point that I'm trying to make here, <laughs> right? right go. This is my point. Tell me why okay? this is
0: bad and that was good.
1: Okay, no, no, no. Th- I'm not saying this is bad. That's no, I mean not. That, what-
0: I mean that he cut a deal. No, no, no. Like I heard some people say, oh, he got a deal because he's connected and this and that. Okay,
1: so I maybe with. I should keep going here. So so this guy is the suspect of a son of a wealthy family with ties to Diane Feinstein, the Senate Judiciary Committee's top Democrat, and the court barred the media from the hearing details uh, about the alleged breach of, you know, how he violated the law and the doxing and all of this. And it's mm-hmm. scheduled for April. His plea is scheduled which is for ma- April. Which
0: was massive. Massive. Massive.
1: Massive. Not only massive, JC, but people were actually harmed. Yeah. Okay? We have actual harm. Yeah. Not some dude paying some other dudes to beat himself up. Right, right. We have actual harm.
0: This guy got they said terabytes of
1: Mm -hmm. information,
0: classified information, inside information Mm -hmm. off the off the uh, what large
1: quantities of sensitive information from the Senate. Uh, they've banned the media from hearing the details. Uh, the hearing has been scheduled. Not only that. Look at he, it, what he did to Kavanaugh and the whole thing. All of this is all this doxing, that actual, phys, um, reputa- reputational harm, professional harm, harm to other people because of his actions. Right? He is the father of Greg Costco, the CEO of oh, Hathaway. He's the son. Oh, I'm sorry, he's the son. Right? He's the son of Greg Costco, the C.E.O. of Hathaway Dinwiddle, a massive construction company that built a university building named after feinstein's husband he serves on the board of san francisco state university and uh he has helped to make the career of democrat senator kamala harris no
0: willie brown
1: oh willie brown
0: has said with. says that he helped make it in, oh. so he he serves on the board with oh with, okay alright thank you
1: for connecting those dots alright so here's my so point so he's
0: part of the California political cabal he
1: is part of the California political cabal and now we have all these people that have come in and petitioned on behalf of his son give him a big break you know give him a deal and they've cut a deal a really huge deal in spite of the fact that there are actual victims in this scenario well you so here's what makes my blood boil why don't we see this 24 7 on the news for the next two weeks
0: yeah this is uh i think if i'm not mistaken this is a, a huge more data than than you know was Allegedly taken, that they say was taken from the DNC servers. Right,
1: mm-hmm. this
0: is taken, which is a political party. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, private, mm-hmm. you know, private corporation. Right. Okay. This is this is the Senate. Right. And you had terabytes and terabytes of information stolen, mm-hmm. then leaked. Because mm-hmm. remember, they said Hillary with the Hillary thing. Oh, well, nothing really got out, and it was nothing. You know, the stuff on there was not anything bad. This is they're saying. Lots of bad stuff, classified stuff, sensitive stuff. In fact, they had to, they had to say reporters can't even come into the hearing to hear what's going on because of this stuff is so sensitive. He threatened a, another, uh, I think, representative or yes. no, another senator, yes, uh, or, or the A threatened the he, uh, re- he threatened the senator, uh, representative Several. through an A like two yeah. through separate aides, yes. Um, and was still, they said, still making threats after they arrested the guy. So we they, have. They ex- don't even think. They don't even think that he's even turned over all the information that he stole.
1: So he stole documents from the Senate. He leaked documents from the Senate. He engaged in extortion. He ex- engaged in threats. He actually also engaged in witness tampering, which is a felony offense. Not to mention the. Uh, the slander and the uh reputational harm that he inflicted on other people and the media is being prevented from being a part of this quote-unquote public hearing and yet we see uh, this is why I just wanted to say this JC in my mind this proves why the the Jussie affair was all a media orchestrated thing to uh, t- to divide the people
0: Let me tell you why he's getting a secret plea bill you know why He's a felon and he was hired as an IT professional by two separate, democrat senators feinstein and sheila jackson lee that's why he's getting a secret plea deal because you'd have to you'd have to then start looking at why these two senators hired a felon and gave him access to all this sensitive information the
1: Chris Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. JC has on his uh, Being Necessary to the Security of the Free State t-shirt. And I have on the uh, Socialist Suck t-shirt today. I don't know if you, can, you can't you can see it. Um, but uh, we just want to help you not just simply pontificate, but to and not just to reiterate, but also to educate. And that's what we're doing. I really hope they heard you, J.C., because we went really far into that break. I don't yeah, know if the... Yeah, yeah so. that,
0: that's why... So he's getting a secret plea deal. Mm-hmm. He apparently got a secret plea deal on the 5th of April. Okay, so this is like three days ago now. This guy's gone. They swept this under the rug. And you said, you know, you're not hearing this. You're not going to hear this. This thing happened... Uh, th- this happened before. Here's the problem. This is not the first time with Feinstein. So Feinstein hired this felon. Okay? Then... Uh, What was it? the other Because lady.
1: he has family political connections yeah. in the California cabal.
0: Or she may not have been the one to hired him. But right. So Somebody she didn't. put this guy to, I think, what was the other senator that hired it? So another senator mm-hmm. hired this felon. And then that senator. He
1: worked for Sheila Jackson Lee, too. Well, that senator mm-hmm.
0: kicked this guy out, right? So you're fired. She fired him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, hired the felon. Okay, he worked there. For undisclosed reasons, you're fired. Then Sheila Jackson Lee hired this felon mm-hmm. who had been fired by another senator again. So they want they want this to go quiet. They don't want it looked at because he's connected to Feinstein, right? It's a Feinstein crony. And here's the deal with Feinstein. Years ago, she actually had a Chinese spy mm-hmm. working in her office. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they... Quietly, let like this Debbie guy. Like Debbie
1: Wasserman Schultz and they, her her Islamic spies that work for us. Let her.
0: this Chinese spy retire <laughs> from the federal government, United States federal government. They they swept it Laughing
1: all the way to his pension account.
0: Nobody even <laughs> knew this until people leak the documents that all this happened. And she won't say anything about it. So that's why that's why this stuff is going radio silent.
1: Okay, but see, this is my point, JC. My whole point is not about the political corruption. It's not about the influence. We know that there was political influence in, in Jesse. We, we know there's political influence in this case. My point is the uh, disconnect between the media into very very similar cases where one this one the doxing one is actually more egregious than the jesse case right right? more egregious more criminal more threatening more damaging and there is practically radio silence how long were we were we completely consumed with the Jesse thing 24-7 for a week or more at a time. And you can scroll through and you no, might I'm, see I'm looking an article. Up, no,
0: I'm looking up Fox News right now. Because mm-hmm. because two senators hire a felon. A senator hires a felon, gives him access to classified information. Another another senator hires the same felon, which was fired by the previous uh, senator, gives him access to classified information. Uh, and now he's stolen terabytes of sensitive information. Okay, so that, I mean, that's, yeah. like, that's like front this page. That's a front page headline story. Someone on Fox News. Okay, the top story Bernie Sanders. Uh, then we got Beto O'Rourke, Baltimore mayor, uh, something about the view. Hasselback, uh, yeah, because that's important Some Stuff news. about selfies, um, a floating city, uh, sharks. You know, come on. So to me, you you have to ask the question where are the Republican senators jumping up down where are their speeches where are their spotlights on this story yes why is Fox News silent so why are all the conservatives Republicans and all this side silent? because so,
1: the purpose of the media is to reinforce the political cabals and to divide the no, people but come on. internally.
0: No, no, there's got to be more. By race no, and all of no, that. No, there's got to be more because this would be a prime opportunity for a division. Look what the Democrats are doing. Okay, this tells you. No, 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 because look, this, this is
1: not about, this is not a division because this is, this is actually supporting, you would have to identify then the Republicans are doing the same thing.
0: That's my point. That's my point. This is a prime. You should be able to say, oh my gosh. These are Democrat bad actors. Look what these Democrats did. Look what Democrats, felons, you know, all Democrat, 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 bad Democrat. So that's my point. Mm -hmm. This has to imply there are some dirty Republican hands out there because they ought to be saying something and they're not.
1: And the media, once again, it's not about race. It's not about dividing the people. It's just about keeping the political status quo. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time.